How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. Today's episode is about learning to help people without always giving advice, which is something that I myself am still learning how to do each and every day. And we've all been there where our friend comes to us when they're in need and they begin venting. And sometimes we don't know what to say and feel like we need to give them advice because that's what they're coming to us for, right? But sometimes they're not. And what I've learned, which I don't always do, is to have a conversation about the conversation (laughs) before the conversation. So that was a lot of words right there. But this initial talk about the conversation you're about to have is to establish goals. What is it that your friend is looking for from the conversation? Did they have a really tough day and failed an important test and are worried that they aren't going to pass the class and just want to vent? Or are they going through relationship struggles and have no idea where to go next and want to hear advice on what to do? Or maybe they aren't looking to do either of those and they just want to hear your objective opinion about a specific situation that they have. Maybe a hiring manager hasn't reached back out to them about the interview they had two weeks ago and your friend's stressing out, they're freaking out and they want your objective opinion about why they haven't responded. And in this situation, this is different from solely venting or also by giving a lot of advice. And something that I've also learned from conversations that I have had with others as well is to sometimes guide individuals into finding answers for themselves, where you're almost giving them advice, but not directly. You're allowing them to figure out the answers for themselves. Psychology Today was a great resource regarding this topic. So the article mentioned asking questions like, what are you really struggling with here? And then asking a follow-up such as, What else is out there that's giving you problems? This allows them to actually build the self-confidence that they can figure out the answers for themselves while also feeling the support of their friends. You're both able to share this positive experience and they're able to feel that positive experience for everyone. But we also have to be able to look at what we're trying to gain from this experience for ourselves from our friends and see if we're doing things based on our own needs or the better needs in this moment, which is to solely help them. Because let's face it, there is something good about feeling like your friends are coming to you for advice. And there is a sense of power and control that you have in being able to give advice. You have the answers. You're the person that has what the other person is looking for. And that's a good feeling. And I don't wanna shame you for feeling that way because I've been there before. But that's why we sometimes choose to follow through on advice even when it might not be necessary. We also have to take into account that our advice is coming from our own perspective. And we've filtered our experiences and need to realize that what is good advice for us might not always be good for them. Let's say if someone's asking us for relationship advice, We may have been in different types of relationships or had different encounters, situationships with different types of people that our advice might not be the best for them in their relationships. An example of this could be with trying to lose weight. This is a totally hypothetical situation, but your friend, let's say Derek, comes to you and is just in a position where he isn't happy where he's at and wants to lose more weight. And then you 
let's say Mike, had been in a similar place where you wanted to lose weight and you ended up losing it. But you both still have different body types and different conditions. Maybe Derek has some heart issues and you give him advice to run more and to just keep running because that's how you lost your weight. But maybe that method of losing weight isn't the best method for him. And vice versa, if you want to put on weight and you go to your friend who built on a lot of muscle, it's the same type of situation. What might work for you might not work for them. And it's important to take that into account. Now I want to bring into another play about we've talked about advice, but also giving advice indirectly, which is less, you know, powerful in a sense. You're not giving off the idea like I'm the authoritarian in this situation. And this is something I'm still working on. And I feel like a lot of us work on. But this is the guiding questions. Maybe you ask Derek, what are some forms of exercise that may help most people in facilitating weight loss, but you can't partake in them as much because of a health condition you have, if you feel comfortable answering that question. Now, they have built the confidence in answering the question themselves, and now they know that maybe running might not be the best option for them because they've had a history of heart issues in the past. Next question you can ask, what types of foods that are helpful in facilitating losing weight, but those that you might be allergic to, that we should just cross off the list. Now, they answer that question. They built more confidence in themselves by figuring it out. And now, they're one step closer towards narrowing down their solution to where they want to be. They've created an action plan of eating this type of food and having this type of exercise. Now, some other things that can really boost their self-confidence while also not giving advice is to give them an affirmation. If they're going through a struggle in a friendship, a relationship with a family member, maybe recognize them for their commitment to it. It could go something like this. Hey, I know you're struggling right now, but I also want to stop and give you credit for caring. You're coming to me about these issues. Expressing them shows that you care enough to want to make a change. Because if you were just wallowing and not doing anything about it, I would honestly be questioning how much you care but you obviously want a solution and you aren't wallowing, you're just trying to get to the bottom of what your next step can be. When someone said something along those lines, not verbatim, but if someone says that to me, I immediately feel a boost of self-esteem. Because Ed Milet always says, big motivational speaker guy, one of my big idols, but Ed Milet always says, the best ability is availability. And acknowledging someone for something like this allows them to see that they're staying available. They might not be perfect and might not have all the answers, but they're sticking in it enough and are staying committed to the relationship enough to want to make a change. And that's the first step forward. If I were to sum up everything I've just said into an action step plan, it would go something like this. The first thing to do is have a conversation before the conversation. What are your goals for it? Do you want to vent? Do you want an objective opinion? Or do you want advice? From there, acknowledge them coming to you and for being available for the person or the thing that they're trying to solve in their life. And when they've heard that, dive into one of those approaches. So let's say they're venting. If they're venting, allow them to vent to you and you don't need to say anything. But your body language can say something to them. 
Make eye contact, not creepily, because that would be weird, but just enough. Maybe lean in to show that you're listening, and you can show that without even saying a word. For giving an objective opinion, I will say that being honest is always the best way to do that. If someone is asking you whether they think someone is leading them on, and you've been given the evidence, and they most definitely are, I like to be honest, but with a little side note attached. So something like this. And I can't say I do this every time, but if I am being honest, according to my experience, I usually pair that honesty with something like this. With that being said, my experiences are completely different than yours. And it's always really tough to have a concrete yes or no answer based on what someone's telling me because I'm not there to see it for myself. So just please, with what I've told you, take my opinion with a grain of salt. Some people operate in different ways, so this might not be completely the case. So once I say that, this allows the person to see that you yourself is not an expert entirely and to allow them to have comfort in knowing that. And lastly, if they want your advice, using those leading questions can be very important and less authoritative. And let's talk about some of the questions that are talked about in the Psychology Today article because there's a couple extra. There's seven different questions as follows. So these are, what is the real challenge for you so far? What have you already tried? If you could try anything to solve this, what would you try? And then what else would you try? Which one of these choices is most interesting to you? What are the potential roadblocks of this choice in your life? And what is the first action that you can take with this? So those are the seven questions. And all of these questions never came off as you knowing everything. You allow them to find the answers themselves. They're figuring it out. They're building the confidence. So with all that being said, <laughs> I knew I threw a lot of information at you guys. But to wrap up, what I want you to realize is to appreciate your friends coming to you for help, but it's also important to know what is needed to truly help them. It makes sense that we always want to give people advice and to show that we have the answers because it could make us feel good. But what is the most important thing and the most helpful thing for them? And with just a little preparation and goal setting before the talk and for the talk, you can figure out the answers to those questions. So I hope you all enjoyed today's talk. If you want to reach out to me, my Instagram page is 19 year old shrink podcast. And my personal page is WJG 23. But thank you so much, everybody. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care.